This is this. I think this is the key for me, at least, about G Spot orgasms that you will feel yourself get to that place, mm. and what, when you reach like the cliff, you have to dive off. I'm Justine. And I'm Nanchi. And, and you're listening to Bangers and Nyash. We're two brown girls navigating around the world of sex and sexuality. And although we stay educated, we by no means are experts in sex and sexuality. But we're here to keep ourselves informed while keeping you informed. Sit back, relax. And enjoy the joyride. So on this week's episode, we are going to get as intimate as we can, I guess. Yay! Like, this is definitely the peak of intimacy. I really do think it is. Um, so we are going to be speaking about the female orgasm now when we say female orgasm i think it's very important that for us to clarify we are going to be speaking about the range of female orgasm so people who identify as femme essentially mm-hmm. at this stage um yeah it's, a bit, it's actually a bit tricky hey you know i've never actually i think even when we were speaking about this i don't think we actually defined what it actually means when you say female orgasm. I know, definitely like some of the orgasms that we're covering don't involve the vagina per se, mm. but this is an episode that is focused mainly around like um, cis women. Yes. Rather than just like femme. Femme, yeah. I think because some of it is quite biological. And yeah. I don't I don't really know the 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 correct term. Yeah, I, yeah. I think when we were doing our research, I think we experienced the exact same thing, but I I think neither of us were conscientious of it. And just starting this episode, mm-hmm. like and like how we start every single episode where we like to define exactly what we're doing and what we're saying so that um everybody has clarity and nobody feels excluded. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think that's very important for us in this podcast. But I, I don't think we actually thought about that when we were even reading the articles and stuff. And I, I didn't see that same type of carefulness. Mm, the, intention, the intention. intention. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I think definitely when I was researching this and like looking at, at some of the range of orgasms that mm. are classified under female orgasms, I didn't really think about it because a lot of the time I speak from my own point of view Mm. and I am a cis woman. So I related to this and I think what would be really interesting would be a conversation around orgasms, um, Mm. for people with non-binary bodies. Definitely. Definitely. Um, a lot of these orgasms aren't limited to cis women. Mm. And um, they it's actually a very wide range. I mean, some of them are like I feel like men can experience them. Mm, yeah, they definitely non- are. Non-binary bodies can experience them. Um, it's just so happens that, uh, yeah, you know, most of them. Yeah, they they just the way it's been defined so as happens to be female orgasm. Mm. So we will also be having two parts, three parts to this. Yeah. So that's really a three parter. Three parter, you know, third's the charm. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is. So we're going to start off with just like a historical analysis. I think is really important for this. Um, so we actually know exactly where we came from and where we're going and where mm. we're heading. Mm. I think it's really interesting because I remember when I was studying psychology. Obviously, Freud is um somebody that's referred to a lot. Yeah. So you'd hear, okay, that's what Floyd said. And you know Floyd said it, my nigga, it had to be real. Come on, that's the realest nigga in the game. You know it. You know if it was about Floyd, you know it was about about it. But um obviously we've surpassed that stage now and, and we're we're looking at um femme or female bodies very differently. Mm. So yeah, so now we're just looking at it from a different lens, a different perspective, understanding 
a female body better. Mm, mm. So prior to the time we're living in now, Freud believed that mature women experience vaginal orgasms while immature women only experience clitoral orgasms. Mm. Personally, I must be the most immature woman I know. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really <laughs> must. And, um, you know, as time has, like, continued and progressed, it's actually become very difficult to study a lot of um, the things that we, we, we've now learned to be untrue because the notion by some researchers and bio- biologists that non-hit-stimulation for orgasm is unhealthy. So there's basically a hierarchy of orgasms that have been created. So mm. The way it would be is that, like, if it's not heterosexual sex... Mm. that provides this orgasm whether it be masturbation whether it be um, sex with people of the same, same gender. gender whether it be anal sex it mm. just was not the one it had to be a dick and a vagina and mm. it had to shake the room and now we know that that is not the case dick really shakes the room <laughs> i think we need to speak about that <laughs> too but i think also like this this kind of notion does still persist today i remember growing up and like this wasn't said to me like this but definitely this hierarchy of orgasms is kind of still in place oh definitely i think it's just more subtle and more subconscious now than it was then but it definitely is still happening like Mm -hmm. It's happen. It happens to pe- to women like now, like you know, definitely. And I think something else that is still existing is that a lot of people really like uh, prior to like the the twentieth century, people believe that the inability to orgasm mm-hmm. was a means to diagnose somebody with like body body like mental or bodily. Mm issues and i think there's still a lot of stigma attached to the ability to not orgasm yeah definitely um that's a very rare thing like it's i mean pardon me not a very rare it's a very common thing Mm. it's something that we all i don't know dude like i don't know personally i've had sex with niggas and i've been like there's nothing great that's happening (laughs) yeah i'm just here for the vibe yeah literally and um yeah and the thing is also with orgasms is that they are so unique to a person Mm. they are so individualized they are so subjective i think the idea of it being a means for for diagnosis is just yeah insane to me you know Mm. this type of like bias from the scientists made it extremely difficult for them to actually measure orgasms Mm -hmm. and this kind of makes me think of that that show um that used to play called um masters of sex oh yes that was a really great example of what exactly it was to study sex at that Mm, time mm. the technology that they had and those biases and how they played into the way in which scientists develop their theories around sex Mm, you know especially if you are going to study a woman's sex how are you going to study it when your notion of woman is less than there's that internalized bias always sets the standard and the tone for the way in which they speak for women. Mm, I definitely think that's that's one of the things that I take away from like sex studies is that it's as much about the scientist as it is about the participants and sex mm. in general. Because we all have so such subjective ideas around sex and around orgasms in particular Mm. and it must be so hard for like people to describe and like you know go back and like tell people what and what their orgasms feel like i feel like even with between you and i we've never had a discussion of what our orgasms Mm. feel like this is because it's such a hard thing to describe this is something that lives in my mind rent free yeah i've actually sat before and wondered Am I orgasming? Yes. Like, is yes. this the experience that I have been sold in yeah. dream of? Yeah, I've never actually discussed with someone, like, what it feels, feels like, like to orgasm. And I think that also comes from the fact that it is an indescribable feeling. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's crazy to me that the linguistics of an orgasm yes. haven't been 
developed yet. Yeah. You know, you'll hear things like, my toes curl. <laughs> yeah. My toes don't always curl. No, they don't. Like, sometimes, to be honest, I'm just there like a dead chicken. I like, know. Just <laughs> up, like, hey, dog, what's uh, Yeah, sometimes those are my you know? orgasms. I'm literally there like a dead chicken just because my body gives up. Mm, and, like, my orgasms vary from when I'm having sex. Definitely. And when I am... Masturbate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're completely different orgasms. Yeah. When I masturbate, <laughs> like, I do not. Now I do, but it took years of like comfortability in that. Sure. Because, like we spoke about in our mastering masturbation episode, mm. there's shame involved. Definitely, with definitely. You know, and even orgasm during sex and and finding the space to make that sound mm. came from different partners. Mm, mm. So. It's it's a very tricky situation when you're trying to find the words to describe something yeah. that you are yet to understand. Yeah, I think that's that's a very like interesting point is that actually like fundamentally we don't really understand. Yeah, we can describe what happens like with the body, but like I can't tell you like what is actually happening. Like I'm I'm lost to the world yes. for those few seconds or or like minutes if you're lucky enough. But like. Yeah. I'm lost to the world for those few minutes. And like... And also, when you're orgasming for a long period of time, mm-hmm. when does your decline begin? You know? That's like, a good question. When does... Because I know it will be consistent throughout, but that orgasm will not have the same power as a singular minute long, like a short period orgasm. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. A long period orgasm for me is... So that, like, it's so subjective. Yeah. How do you even begin to measure this? I know. You know, it's such an experience. So what we've decided to do is that we were inspired by and have found our research through many channels. But the main form of research we actually use, somebody that I really love on YouTube is Shan Budram, um, who goes by Shan Booty. And we use her seven different kinds of orgasms episode. Mm-hmm. And she speaks about the seven different types of orgasms. So what Justine and I are going to do, so what we always do is debrief yes. these orgasms. I'm excited. Very excited. So I'm going to start with the most familiar ones to, to um, I think, us as cis-het women. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to start actually with the most controversial. I think I'm going to start with the most controversial. You're going to go from shocking to boring. I'm going to shock the system first. So we so can that find you some comfortability. Okay. To get comfortable. Okay, okay. I, I'm going to start. And we had a discussion about this because I think this is the one, the most orgasm we've actually spoken about because mm. I was like, just like, I don't know, am I hallucinating? Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to start with squirting. Yes. Now, squirting is, I would say, the type of orgasm that is a fetish orgasm. Mm-hmm. And I only say that because squirting was popularized by porn. It's like mm-hmm. a party trick. Yeah, you know? it's definitely a party Like, trick. I had this party trick in uni, and I don't know if we no. were friends at the time, <laughs> where I could queef on, on top. Like, I could queef what? on command. demand. Yeah. Like, I trained my body to queef on demand. That's like I noticed wild. Like, sh- like, I used to notice about farting. I think, we d- I think I was friends with you at the time, and I think yes. I was sh- as shocked then as I am <laughs> right now. Yeah. But this is, like, a party trick. It's, like, one of those crazy things. So, to squirt actually comes from clitoral stimulation um for those of you who don't know the clitoris um the clitoris is of the big daddy mac of sex yes yes <laughs> the return of the mac, hey. return of mac. so i'm actually the going Wonder to Woman. use a definition of it and so I'm just describing it personally so that we get into the science of it so the clitoris is part of the vulva and it is one of the external female genitalia. So what makes the clitoris a big daddy Mac, the one to watch, the one that changes the game, is that it is <laughs> <laughs> the primary sexual body part for cis hit women. It has over 8,000 nerve endings um, and in comparison to the penis, <laughs> Daddy, that's double. So cute. The it's penis so cute. Is so cute, the nerve endings. You know? 
And um, basically, similarly to the penis, the the clitoris actually gets erect and swells up to 300% when stimulated. So we'll get more into the clitoris later um, when we discuss the clitoral orgasm. But let's go back to squirting. So squirting is um, clitoral stimulation, like I said, and G-spot for intense release. It's a very intense release. And basically what happens is that it's female ejaculation. So you are releasing fluids out of your vagina. And it almost allegedly feels as though you are in the midst of urinating. I've heard many people say that that is the border between orgasm and urination. And you apply pressure to the lower part of your stomach and then you will ejaculate. Yeah. I mean, yes, <laughs> you know what? Like, I've squirted. Okay. And it does kind of feel like you're peeing. Mm. Like, mm. I have never squirted from, like, a penis or a dildo being inside me. Yes. It's kind of been, like, from fingering and clitoral stimulation. Yeah, and it, yeah. it does feel like an intense release. Like, yes. out of all the, all, like, different types of orgasms I've experienced, squirting is definitely, it is definitely, like, a performance art piece of an <laughs> orgasm, right? Like, I kind of don't have to do anything with my face because yeah. my body's providing the entertainment. But it is, ca- like, I don't think that squirting is, like, a kind of orgasm I want to have every time I have sex. Yes. I'm kind of like okay with it not being something that happens when I, <laughs> like, have, like, penetrative sex in terms of a penis or a tildo. Yes. Because, like, that's a lot. And not to change the sheets every time. Every time. So I had a friend who would use, and I hope she's listening to this because she, she'll understand and she'll laugh at it. She used to have a sex flag good because for her, every time she would have sex, she would squirt. She would squirt. So she'd put down this thing, she'd use it every single time, throw it in the machine, and that would be. I, I feel like, wave. and we were talking about this as well, that actually maybe a few like, days ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like maybe like I called it like, so graphic and I hate saying it like a cum towel but like maybe having a cum towel is the way but mm. I just can't do that yeah it is but I, I I like the show that like the shows it, the showmanship yeah it serves a purpose for a mm. certain kind of sex does that make sense like it's really good like if you guys are really in the mood like yes I, I, I like <laughs> I feel so dark saying this but like it's definitely like a carrot yeah like to men yeah does that make sense like definitely. you dangle like, in front of them yeah like and they are you're like oh do you want to make me squirt yeah and then they're like let's go and like yeah. it always ends up being a good round overall because now they put people are trying efforts. hard you know i believe but it's definitely a bit too performative yeah well i'm not a squirter mm-hmm I live on the fear spectrum. Yes. So, and this is the discussion we've had. So I am accustomed to clitoral orgasms. Mm -hmm. So that has been my Mm go-to. And it's so strange saying this and knowing my partner's in the room next door. (laughs) It's hilarious to me. It is hilarious. So a few weeks ago, what had happened was, is that I was engaging in the intimate act. Coitus. Coitus. And I... Water just started flowing out of me. Sure. But it wasn't a dramatic scene yeah. that I had seen yes. on Pornhub. Yeah. So I sat there confused and I was like, huh? Huh? Mm. What? Mm. what is this? Mm-hmm. You know? And I was extremely confused. Yeah. And I had to ask everyone I know that had squirted, like, <laughs> is, this what that is, is? This what, is that what happened? Eh? I was like, where was the performance of it all? I think also that... Where was the showmanship? I think the performance and the showmanship just comes from the fact that, like, a woman's body can produce that much liquid. Oh, definitely. You know, like, for me, like, um, it's definitely not as performative as it is in porn. I can believe that. Like, it's definitely, like... But nothing like, is as performative yeah, as like, it is Yeah, like, it's definitely not, like... <sighs> 
like it's definitely yeah, not, it's not like, like oh a fire hydrant it's not a fire hydrant like let loose like it's definitely like hey hey what's up you hmm. know and that was my issue that i it was it was like to me i'd equated to getting my period yes like it kind of does feel like that flowy just like this flowy liquid that just flowed out of me and i was like where are you coming from yeah that's your always your first question you're like is like, this what is this vibe you know okay. and i remember even saying with my partner my partner hadn't been with somebody who had been a squirter either so neither of you had so knowledge. neither of us knew and we're staring at each other like i can hear his earphones going up <laughs> i can hear his earphones going up <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> so yeah so that is yeah i think that's just a very popular form of orgasm mm-hmm since we've already spoken about the clitoris, I'm going to take us into the clitoral orgasm. Yeah, This is my bestie. This is my girlfriend. This is who I go to. She's my fave. She never disappoints me. She's honestly the most reliable person in mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And thank her for her service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every time. Because Lord knows when men disappoint me, she's, she's like, got you. She's, like she's got you. She's got you. All you need to do is get on top. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. 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 That is how you are going to have your time to shine yeah so as i said prior the clitoris is the primary sexual body for cishet women with over eight thousand nerve endings which is double that of the penis she gets erect swells to 300 percent when she's fully aroused you know what the vibe is mm-hmm. girl she comes and out she comes out mm-hmm. she really does mm-hmm. come out mm-hmm. to play she also knows when somebody's got bad vibes because then that's she's true. like hey no no, no that's not so true and i've literally seen her go from like when I'm really in love with somebody and when I'm falling out of love with them and I'm turning and I no longer want them, she's like, I'm not playing this game anymore. No, 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 no. I'm involved. I literally think you're onto something because why is that the truth? That is the way, the truth of the life. Mo- oh, but wait. We just had an aha moment. Guys. Literally. We had an aha moment. Literally. Guys. Your clitoris is telling you if you're in love with them or not. Exactly. Please listen to your clitoris. Like, she knows. Actually, she's smarter than the penis. She really? She's smarter knows. than the penis, she knows. Like, she's like, girl. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. I back her. And I think the primary reason for that is that her only function is pleasure. And she never ages. Uh, that's, she's got the That's my favorite side. part. Like, she is with us in this current state forever and ever. Amen. Exactly. Exactly. And do you know what I also think? I when think your arthritis takes over and you can't even grip her properly. She's, she's still there. there. Fresh waiting. She's like, oh, babes, please. Oh, gosh. You may be old, but I'm still here for a good Literally. time. Literally. Like, I'm here for a good ass time and a long time. Let's not forget that. <laughs> so, basically, what it happened was that her and Freud weren't the best of friends. Because Freud thought... They beefed, okay? They beefed. Because Freud was like, the clitoral orgasm is the inferior orgasm of the two. Now, we all know that's a lie. Mm-hmm. We all know that's a lie. In fact, like I said, reliable ass bitch on my end. May not be reliable for everybody's shape. Let's not let's not deny definitely. that. She definitely may not be reliable for everybody, and that is not a means of inferiority. That is not a means of believing that your vagina is broken. You do not have, as Issa Rae would say, a broken pussy. Because your your clip may not be working right the way you want it to, you know. And that's okay. It takes a lot to actually experience your body and know your body and know how it works. Mm, mm. You know. There was a um there was a time where I personally couldn't really I went through a very dark stage in my life through a breakup where I couldn't and I'm sure I, I remember telling you this because mm. we were friends at this mm. time where I couldn't experience any type of orgasm. Mm-hmm. Like, my body was just totally shut down from sure. trauma, you know? So I think it's very important to note that that is not your body. Not knowing how to orgasm is not a bad thing. Sometimes mm-hmm. it is your body needing to relearn and learn things. Mm-hmm. So before we continue, so let's continue. Um, Elizabeth Lloyd's research broke those myths. And, that, like... Elizabeth Lloyd seemed really interesting. Like she's a woman and she was researching like sex and sexuality. Um, 
in the 70s and like mm. 80s and like had this breakthrough research especially at a time when feminism was also making breakthroughs mm. in other parts of like cishet women's lives and um I think, like, it was really, I love the idea of her and Freud battling it out. Yes. Like, and her having the clitoris on her side and Freud having, like, his stupid mommy issues on his side. And I think the time period in which this was discovered makes it even more interesting to me Mm. because this is 40 years ago. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Your parents were literally just being born. I know. stages. That's very wild. And it's crazy to me because, like, are you telling me, like, that is how much we've developed as people in this time, you know? So that's the clitoral orgasm. Like, like I said, this is a classic. So the clitoral orgasm, for me, like, I, for stimulating it and bringing it about, I think what's really important is, is this is one of those things where you know your body. Like, and during sex, once again, like I said, you need to know your body and it's as simple as getting on top to actually allow this orgasm to occur, you know? Do you think so? Like, do you find that, like, you have better orgasms orgasms when you're on top? Oh, definitely. I only, like, had an orgasm from being on top very recently, like, in the last few months, yeah. Oh, hectic. Yeah. But I'm also a control person see i need to not be in control or like be actively in control i get to to have an orgasm like i need to be like this is your rodeo and you're gonna take me there Mm. or i'm willing to get my own here i get you and yeah yeah because like for me Especially with um, a clitoral orgasm, because a lot of the time it's stimulated by things like fingering and um, mutual masturbation, I struggle to allow somebody else to let me orgasm from, like, them playing with my clit. I understand, yeah. It's only become a recent thing where I've solely and entirely Mm -hmm. trusted somebody Mm -hmm. that is in the next room. (laughs) To allow me that space to experience that type of orgasm continuously. Mm -hmm. And other times it's come from the fact that this is your purpose here. You're here for sex. And once that sexual purpose has been fulfilled, you may now leave the room. And the control has been re-brought into my space. I totally get that. And I think for me it was like the opposite. Yeah, I get you. Like, I only came when I allowed someone... Like, I only started orgasm during sex with other people when I allowed someone to take me to orgasm. That's crazy. I, I, I realized that... It was not crazy, but it's... Yeah, but, yeah. like, I, 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 it happened once and it, like, took a while for it to happen again. Mm. And then I, in that period, realized that I have to let go. Yes, to allow to allow an orgasm, like I have to release. I actually think I watched like a Vice documentary on orgasms for women, and like mm. women actually take classes to learn how it's to orgasm. Ever. Yes, it I was like that ever. Yes, ever, yeah. like and like how to release to achieve an orgasm, yes. and like that's what I started doing. But it it only happened because I had a partner who not, like, didn't insist, but, like, was very keen on playing with my clitoris. Yes. And just happened to one day <laughs> do the right thing. <laughs> and it worked in your favor. Yeah, and it works in my favor. So that is how I feel about the G-spot orgasm, which is what I'm getting into next. So the G-spot is about two inches inside the vagina towards the belly button. So the G-spot is a ribbed area. That ribbed and studded, you know, mm-hmm. the bad girl. And it's actually similar to the texture of the roof of your tongue. Now, in order to <laughs> stimulate the G spot, the G spot, the person needs to arouse the clitoris. Because, like I said, clitoris is that big daddy Mac, yo. You don't fuck around with the clitoris. And the idea is to get somebody stimulated with an almost a come here motion to get them wet. And perhaps if you can't get them wet, maybe you require some lubricants, which is totally cool. I'd recommend some coconut oil. Listen, hear me out. It's a cheap fix. Stop. 
Is it you? Have you never tried cooking that well? I definitely have. <laughs> I definitely like have. Trick. And like for me, it just brings back memories of like leaving room smelling sweaty and coconutty. <laughs> and I'm just <laughs> not into it anymore. Like, but like know, let's buy proper lube that doesn't smell, please. I don't like lubricants because I hate the, the way it makes my body feel. It feels gross and sticky to me. So I prefer a coconut oil and I don't like spits because I don't know what's been in your mouth. You have. What are you like, saying? I know. Okay, tell me out. Tell me out. I actually had this this afternoon where I was like, "You have been in my mouth." What are you saying? Like, oh no! Oh no! When I saw the spit, because I was just like, "This is saliva," you know. Um, I do like saliva play. That's a weird thing. It's just I have. I have to be just intensely it just has stimulated. To oh, okay. Cool. Like I need to be in a dark place mm-hmm. to get the saliva going. You know, mm-hmm. like otherwise I'm just. Maybe like, we should do. Maybe we should do an episode <laughs> on saliva because I do like it. Like I had a partner that was really into spitting in mouths, mm-hmm. and that really took me places honestly i was like this is a game change and once again i had to spit in the mouth because i am a control freak you see with the opposite because <laughs> who was getting to <laughs> oh my word just you beautiful this, beautiful so when it's very stimulated you obviously use a come here motion and that's that's when you know that's when shit goes down that's when the orgasm comes allegedly allegedly so experts believe that the g-spot is actually just the clitoris but from the inside it's like mm-hmm. the inseam of the clitoris mm. which i actually think would low-key make sense mm, to me mm, you mm. know that that would be it but like I, i'm also like oh wow like so this this bitch is just everywhere literally like, she's just having the time of her life everywhere. she is just spreading her beautiful blessings everywhere like she 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 gave us options in terms literally of she was like hey guys where do you want to go what do you wanna do? <laughs> i got you i got you she's an uber driver that takes you everywhere yeah like, yeah and then like your dog is still here yeah yeah so what have your experiences been with g-spot orgasms because i know at my end like i have struggled with this mm-hmm. because Every t- like it feels almost too intense for me. So every time I'm about to reach orgasm, I pull away. I can't. Sure. Like, I can't because I'm scared that I will urinate. Cool. So it almost feels like for me, as somebody who only experiences a clitoral orgasm, mm-hmm. it feels like to me, it's I would describe it as aging without the orgasm. So I want to know somebody who experiences, <laughs> who experiences the, the or, like the actual orgasm. I think, like, for me, the the main ways that I have the experience a G spot orgasm is through this come here um, method. And like for me, okay, firstly, I should say that I'm the type of person that likes to be like stretched in terms of their sexual experience. I kind of need an element. Um, ele- wow, an element. of like pain or discomfort um in the sex Mm. and not like to be like i'm a bit of a i don't know if it's if it's sadism or masochism but like i'm not (laughs) one of those it's just that like i kind of want to be challenged yes and so for me those are kind of challenging like i if i could and if i had a partner who was willing Mm. would literally try fisting Yes, because that's that. like that's like I could go that far. Yeah, and and that's also one of the reasons why it took me so long to like get into dildos and vibrators mm. because I felt like they weren't far enough. Yeah, does that make sense? Like I can experience this I with a real you. human who can go deeper if I need them to. Yeah. So for me, G spot orgasms are like you're right in the sense that for me they do feel like edging, mm. but if you let go, this you is this I think this is the key like for me at least, about G-spot orgasms, that you will feel yourself, like, get to that place. Mm. And wh- when you reach, like, the cliff, you have to dive off. Yes. You can't keep running, like, back and forth yeah. to the cliff edge. You, like, have to dive off. Yeah. like for- And once... You, it, it's, like, a lot. Yes. Like, I have gone numb, like, in my body from G-spot orgasms. Yes. Like, mm. just because I'm so 
like overwhelmed with the feet. those have been my toe curling orgasms yes because for me that experience i had where i was like dude something's coming in my body mm-hmm. i'm dying mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. is when I, I allowed myself that let go and that release, mm, mm. you know. But once again, for me, the idea of not having control during sex mm. is very hard, you know. Like it's something, and it's not hard in like the, the, the physical, it's hard in the mental sense. Mm, mm. Because for me, every element of my life, I have had control, control over. Mm. And to let myself let go and have that release of no control. It's a very crazy experience. So every single time I come that close, I I run away. I'm sure. like, what are you doing now? Like, and I think that's you... completely valid. Mm. Like that was me for a lot of years. Yeah. And like kind of wanting to go over the edge, but kind of being scared. Yes. I, that's the perfect it is it's it's a fear feeling. Yeah, it's fear. different and I think it's like it's almost like you worried about your what your body's gonna do. Yes. And like I, I think when I was um younger, when I wasn't ha- like such a, so sexually active, mm. I watched some college sex talk about sex and like mm. masturbating. And the sex therapist basically said like, "What are you so afraid of?" Yeah, because like she, he was talking to this woman about masturbating, and he was like, "What are you so afraid of?" And she was like, "I'm afraid I'm gonna pee myself." And he mm. was like, "And so what if you do?" Like, that's your body's natural reaction. And definitely that's a scary thing to, like, come to terms with. Yes. But if you if you can do it by yourself. Mm. And this is, this is also what I, like, what I learned from the first time I experienced orgasms. Like, if you can achieve it yourself and you can have, do it in a controlled setting, mm. you will feel less fearful. Yes. Does that make yeah, sense? So, like, you. if I was your sex therapist, which I'm not qualified for <laughs> at all... <laughs> I only have first year psychology. But if I was like your sex therapist, I would say to you, try having a G-spot orgasm by yourself Mm. first. If you really feel that, like, afraid of what is going to happen. I will say this. For a a long time, when I was attempting that, I actually realized, Mm -hmm. the realization I came to is that I actually don't enjoy fingering. Cool. Like that. Sure. I do not enjoy a stick your fingers in me fingering. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really... So you make it sound so graphic and I'm like, should I be enjoying that? I feel graphic when it happens. Mm. Um, And it's not saying that I don't enjoy penetration because mm-hmm. I do enjoy penetration. Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy fingering. And... Sure. I don't know why exactly it is that I don't enjoy mm-hmm. fingering, but I, I will say a lot of the time it has to do with the fact of the texture of fingernails mm. on my skin. That's it yeah, 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 yeah. Very no, weird. But no, but obviously and like graphic. It's that it's like I get what you're saying, and especially when you're being fingered to be feeling someone's fingernails. That would creep me out. Mm. And it has before, and I've asked someone to like, can you stop and cut your nails? Because yes. like, I'm not playing this game. game you make me fear yes. that you ask Edward Scissorhands up in there. Yes, but also I feel an extreme hypersensitivity when it's fingers mm. in comparison to when it is genitalia or my vibrator, and I I realize that also when I attempted, I had a partner that was keen to try fisting and. I couldn't go past the, the, the three finger mark. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is too, like, please actually just take those fucking fingers out of my body. Mm-hmm. And you'll often hear me say when I'm getting fingered, like, please, can you, please just one, like, you know. Okay, you cool. know? Or, or sometimes cool. I'll just be like, this is just too much. Mm-hmm. Like, you mm-hmm. know, this is just mm-hmm. not for me. Mm-hmm. But at that same time, when I have tried sexually to experience the G-spot orgasm, like I said, very recent years, I'd mm-hmm. say, actually, I'd say the last two partners I had, mm-hmm. I, I felt very comfortable with mm-hmm. almost reaching that point. But once again, I ain't trying to pee myself. <laughs> I ain't trying to pee At myself. At the end of the day. When it all comes down Well, maybe you should it. take a, a page out of your friend's book and have a sex blanket. Oh my God, I have a story about that, but I can't say it on the podcast. It's too much. 
it is just too much. No, let's not it. Like, let's not. We don't need a. We well, don't not, need. This is bad stories. Okay, cool. No. So, like, I could tell the story. <laughs> I could definitely tell the story, but I think we need to have a fetish episode so I can tell the story. Oh no! So, I don't know what <laughs> <hear> the story. <laughs> So our next orgasm is the A-spot orgasm. So this is the anterior vortex, which is in front of the archway that surrounds the cervix. So it's about an inch deeper than the G-spot. So mm-hmm. listen, this is a size matters orgasm. Yeah. I'm going to say yeah, 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 This yeah, is a yeah, size yeah. matters yeah. orgasm. Yeah. Which is probably why I've only had it in recent years. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like... I think I've had one of these and I think I just realized it. Yes. It's it's like one of the first times I came while I was on top. Yes. It was very intense and I remember thinking to myself, Mama didn't raise a quitter. This is me. And what's up? What's up? What's good? Because definitely like like you said size mattered. I was on top. And it was fun. Yeah. Like, it was definitely, like, one of those where I had to, like... In the beginning, I was scared. And then by mm. the end, I was like, whew, like, thank gosh I tried that. Yeah, because, like, I feel like when I've had those close to experiences, mm-hmm. it hasn't been the G-spot because I know where that baby is. And it's not that feeling. I know exactly where my G-spot is. Yeah. I may not know how to get her active. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. where she is. But this bitch over here, mm. I don't know, I have felt mm. it. And I have felt the wrath of this girl. Yo, put up your headphones, babe. Like, it is... <laughs> it is a real thing that happens. And um, I think it's very interesting, though, that you can have... They're both in the cervix. Well, not the cervix, but they're both in the canal. The mm. T-spot and mm. the A-spot. Mm. So it's like, when... And we'll get to this later, when people experience blended orgasms, like... I wonder, like, can you... Maybe. Can both be at play at once? That could be, like, what I experienced versus just, like, the A spot. Because I'm just thinking, like, surely if... Not surely, but, like, it stands to reason that if the A spot is being stimulated, your G spot is also being stimulated. Yes. And so if you reach an orgasm, is it not potentially the result of both of them being stimulated? Yeah. So it, it like it could form part of a blended orgasm. These are the questions. If anybody actually knows that answer, I personally would love <laughs> to know. So our not next orgasm <laughs> Our next orgasm, it's about, it's about an ass, girl. It's about that, it's about that back side, girl. Back it up, back it up. Back it up like a butt truck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> our next orgasm is the anal orgasm. So, um, I'm not going to lie. Do you know how to say this word? Um, pude- pudendal. Pudendal. Pudendal and cis woman. So there's actually a connection between the the anus and the clitoris. You know what it is. So um, that is um, yeah, an experience. I think that's an experience you'd probably experience from anal play and anal sex. So things like fingering. You're looking at me like you have a secret. <laughs> Don't literally looking at me. Like, I wish you guys could see Justine's face right now. She's looking at me like she's. I was like, literally trying to figure out if I've experienced this, even though I haven't done anal. No, no, no. I, I, I haven't experienced it, but I have experienced anal play, like a lot of anal play, like a young finger, young. Idiot, I've experienced young... orgasm during anal play. Yeah, I think I've experienced. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just answered my own question. <laughs> Because I would say I've experienced orgasm from it, like like it's the same rationale of my vagina mm-hmm. applies to my anus. Yeah, okay, sure. Get your fucking fingers out. <laughs> sure. Put your tongue in. Put your mouth in. 
But get your fucking fingers out. <laughs> no fingers allowed. Please. No fingers allowed. Don't touch me there. Mm. That is my no no. Don't swear. touch me on my studio. But you can let me there. Mm. You can pat me there. Mm-hmm. But please don't. Like, um, yeah, but I do obviously will get more in depth on anal orgasm when we um have our episode on Male orgasm because I think yes, that's yeah. where it really shakes yeah. the room. Yeah, Do but you... I think I think it, like I've obviously experienced anal play, but it's it, like for me it adds a level. It, yes. it's not like it's definitely not the pièce de résistance. It's not like you're yes. touching my clitoris, but it is like a ooh okay. okay. Now we're taking yeah. it up a notch. You know what I mean. So this, once again, I think through this podcast, everyone's going to realize I'm a masochist, a sadist. Come on with it. I should be a dominatrix. Because I like being on the other end of anal pain. I want to eat your ass. Oh, yes. Like, come on. Like, let's do that as well. finger your asshole. Whoa! Oh, I think that was about so me? Like, are you? Is that? I'm literally looking into. Her, I wish you guys could see what I'm looking at. Justine, eyes. like looking into her eyes. Like, listen, skirt. <laughs> like that for me is is uh, that's where I get Shine. my my pleasure. From. I love that's, that type of situation. Like, yeah, I, I'm the type of like I'm a bit of a warrior in this instance because mm-hmm. I want to watch. I want to kiss you. Don't want to hold you. Don't want to hold your hand. I want to be watching you. Wow. I do it if I'm like in your anal area. Someone's going to hear something they've never heard before because it's a very new relationship. So. <laughs> People learn new things all the time. All the time. So that for me is where I really enjoy anal play. I think for me, like, I'm into anal play and I'm into like, love to peg a man like i would yes. love to like take it further i also just don't want to i don't want to engage in something that someone isn't comfortable with Definitely. I, I i don't like as a person know what i'm comfortable with yeah does that make sense like I'll eat you out, but there's definitely certain hours of the day that I'm not going to eat you out when yes. we get home from the club and we've been dancing for three hours like minimum I'm not gonna eat you out not gonna like I'm not yeah I'm not like, <laughs> like, like yeah cause from a dog place I've done that before it's a horrible idea yeah and exactly that's the thing I've also done it before like I've also I'm not saying this from a place so I'm never doing that I've done it and it hurt me and it took me a long time to psychologically <laughs> come out of that place and do it for other people so like also, we'll get into it when we talk about male orgasms, but definitely, like, for me, anal play is really interesting because men are so sensitive. Yes. And it's really nice to have that control, like you said. Yeah, like, for me... And I think that's also what they feel with us when they go there, because they yes. know we're like... <laughs> Don't do it! So, you know, and I think, um, especially, I'm not one of those girls... Girl, I, I have been with men that are like in daughter Emma daughter like yeah, yeah, like yeah. butch yeah hectic cis hit men mm. and for me <laughs> I hate them um, for me I don't enjoy that anymore I do like softer more gentler men now I mean that sure. I I can where I'm the man in the really I like being I like Justine will admit this for me like I like being the one that's a bit harder that's a bit more in control. Um, <laughs> she and, wears the pants, honey. I love wearing the pants. And so for me, things like anal play just like reinforce that. I think it's also slightly fucked up because I, I'm just reinforcing gender norms. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're you you know? promoting matriarchy. <laughs> you know, matriarchy. I've but decided. It's, it's this is planet her, babe. Sure, <laughs> you know? sure, sure. Of course. I, I mean, I, I've never had a, like, I definitely hear what you're saying. Like, it's also about, like, thing. But I've never had someone, like, explicitly say to me, and I, maybe it is because of the men I've mm. had sex with, but I've never had someone explicitly say to me, hey, yo, I'm lifting my legs now. You know what to do. Yeah. You, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, it's always I'm been like, it's, yeah, it's always like me being like, I'm going to go a bit further. 
A yes. bit further. A bit further. Okay, we're here now and you haven't stopped me, so I guess we're doing this. Yes, because I've had an experience where I was like somebody like listen to you into like anal plan, they're like, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And they they I was like, okay, cool, like we're hanging out, like we're chilling. I'm like, okay, let's do it. Like let's let's do it. And they literally went down both all fours, like in a doggy position, like right there and then. And it took everything in me to not giggle a bit. But not because it was funny, but because I was like, oh my God, I'm so shocked. Like, I just never thought you were this keen on it. Because I've done it before, but it's always been very subtle. Yeah, the yeah, The first yeah, time yeah. someone was like, let's go <laughs> for it. Like, oh, we'll, we'll do this, we'll, we'll do this. You know, and that I was like, was, it was very wonderful. It was a very funny experience. And I think as well because of the friendship we had. Mm-hmm. That's not, it's dead now. But because <laughs> of the friendship we had, <laughs> it just made it that much funnier. Mm. That much more relatable. And, and I think that's, that for me is, I love experiencing sex with people who are having a joyful experience. Mm. Like, mm. I don't mm. want to be sensual and, and hot. Like, yeah, I want to be yeah, sensual yeah, and hot. Yeah, yeah, sure. But, but like, we'll get there eventually. Like, let's laugh during, man. You know, like, let's have a good time. So our, Second to last orgasm, before we get into the blended orgasm, is a nipplegasm. Yes. So this is within the century cortex genitals, and the nipples are obviously next to each other, and this also includes the feet. In the yeah. Same, like, in the same The realm. same nerve system, mm. basically. Now listen, this is where this is where it's at for me. This is actually the hill I'm willing to die on. I've really? actually wanted to get nipple piercings for I think there was there was a solid two years where I wanted to get a nipple piercing, mm-hmm. but I was like I'm not willing to risk losing the feeling in your nipples. Losing the feeling in my nipples, like this is the, like guys, I'm very passionate about nipples. They are for me on my body the least interesting. Thing. Are you gonna say that? The least. Are like, you gonna say that? And not to be like pinch them. Like yes. I, this is where, this is how I know that I would be great at BDSM. Pinch my nipples, yes. you'll get a reaction out of me. You wanna okay? You wanna lick and stuff? Cool. Uh, You're boring me now. Like get to the good stuff. Honestly, like for me, my nipples are like cuddle me, swallow me, drip down inside <laughs> me, like everything. Like pinch, bite, slap everything like that is think, where it's at like i'm scared of having children oh babe. like because every single time we will go from breastfeeding to fucking like Bro. i'm scared of my nipples you know like they are where the vibe is at like they are literally if you look like you're like this bitch cannot be serious you know what like i back you guys because i, I like <laughs> Because also for me, like nipples are fun. Like yes. they're definitely fun to play with on my partner. Like my partner's nipples into it. Oh my God. <laughs> like I could spend like 20 minutes. Like let's go. Especially on men just because they're like, they're usually small. Yes. And they're usually super sensitive. So if you just like do something like it's fun, but on my knee, you're wasting our time. I'll tell mm. you better like, Choke me, rather. Actually, like, rather choke me without, like, touching my genitalia. And that will turn me on more than, like, touching my nipples. That is wild. So our last orgasm, and I'm going straight into our last one because I I, I want to speak about it in relation to the nipplegasm. Yes. Is a blended orgasm. So a blended orgasm is basically a mixture of multiple orgasms. Mm. Um. So for me personally, my mm. blended orgasm is a nipplegasm and a clitoral mm. orgasm. It's like, not, it's, you know what? That's where your, it's at. Your, your orgasm actually sounds really cute. Like, I don't know how to <laughs> say like, it sounds really pretty. Like, it sounds cute. Like, and I love it. Like, I'm literally, uh, get on top and I'll always say this to my partners. Like, I will literally take, because my, my nipple's big enough. Yeah. I will literally take it and be like, yeah, yeah, dog. <laughs> like, I'll grab a hold and be like, yeah. <laughs> like, you take know, this. Take this. Take it. Just mm-hmm. so I could get that full experience. And even when I masturbate, so when I, I can still yeah, do it now, okay. I'm assuming, I'm not too sure. But um, my the this way my like... breasts are shaped allows me it's to actually <laughs> suck my own nipple. <laughs> <laughs> so for me... Oh, a versatile queen, yeah, I tell you. A versatile queen. For me, if 
I can suck my own nipple mm. while masturbating. Mm. Just, I do not need anyone else. It's just me, myself, and I. I know that I will never disappoint myself. <laughs> Literally. Like, that is it for me. And also, my feet. Hear me out. But I don't do this during <laughs> masturbation. Like, I, I, this is just a weird party trick I do. Okay. I know oh, how to do it. But yeah, I don't yeah. do it in my real life. Like, <laughs> I promise tricks. I don't do it during sex Honestly. or anything like that. But I could put my own feet in my mouth. So, <laughs> my feet are half I'm rolling my eyes at her, by the way. But I've never done this during masturbation. I actually don't know why the fuck I've never tried this, but I just think it would be too much mathematics. That's very wild. But I feel like maybe, like, try it next time. I should try it. But You're in a relationship, so I don't know where you're going to get yeah, the time I mean, and the space really to really try it. But okay, whatever. So next time. Ooh. Sometimes I'll literally just be like, Doug, like, it's my time to shine, please. I just want to, it's just in my body today. Please, Doug, please. Like, <laughs> so, um, I enjoy toy play. It's not the biggest, it's not the best, and I enjoy it the same way I enjoy airplay. So I'm, I'm going to sure. actually make the assumption that those three are linked because of the similarities no of the way they make me feel. Like, sure. they must they, be something. They give you, like, I get you, they kind of all give you, like, a, like, it feels almost sometimes feels like someone's breathing down the back of your neck. Yes. And I kind of, I get that sensation, but I have, like, weird things like don't <laughs> do not put your feet anywhere or my feet anywhere anyone's mouth they don't like no but you know how i feel about feet as a thing like in my i i put i associate my feet with being the second set of hands like i've picked up cups i've done things i move things with my feet you see and like i hear that for you i hear that for you i really hear that for you but like Someone even once tried to ask, like, ask me to give them a foot job, and I was like, "You insane! You insane job. now! Like, now you are breaching the limit. Now I'm on, like, oh, the house. like a, a hand yes, job like, with your feet. Oh my god, yes. I love doing that. <gasps> you see now, you see. I love doing that, but you like, see. it will be doing like, like when like somebody's giving me head, I'll give them a foot job. You know, guys, when I started recording this with I really felt like we were on the same flavor of sex. I really did. I really didn't expect all these different flavors to be coming out. I really didn't. Maybe I'm the time of the week. I thought I was wild. I thought I was non-traditional. No, but like no foots need to be interacted with. You know what I like? I do like is when someone holds my feet and not like holds them up yeah like can you hold my feet for me <laughs> like when my feet are on someone's shoulders and they hold them yes okay but it's about like intimacy rather than it is about like the feet like because no one holds my feet but in yes. this moment, at this time, you are. Well, and I'm allowing you to. Everyone holds my feet because I have to move them away. Yeah, that's true. So I don't have <laughs> the true. same issue, but I get exactly what you mean. Like, I like, I had this partner who used to put my feet together and move them to one side. So they'd almost hold me like they're putting a diaper on me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it was a very, like, intimate act yeah and i loved it and the thing is is that like i've tried it with other people through my own movements like i'd put my legs together on their shoulder oh yeah but it just doesn't slap the same as when somebody just grips on yes the like so- sometimes sometimes uh, yeah you, yeah mm. definitely mm. for me the best kind of blended orgasm is like a mixture of the classic like so a clitoris mm. And a G spot, and if I'm being, if like, listen, I want to, I want to so like to the drop now. I want as much as I could get. Like, if I can have a clitoris, a G spot, an A spot, and end off with squirting. Honestly, that's a good time for me. That literally sounds like at least fifteen minutes of orgasm. Just like. 
No, it's not. Like, that's okay. literally how it's like, 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 break it down. Like first, <laughs> first it will be the clitoris, right? During foreplay. I actually really do like to orgasm during foreplay. Yes. It is a real surefire way that I will be wet when we are ready for the main show. Definitely. I used to be like an orgasm and give up. No, I want orgasm and carry on. Like I've I've become Let's an see how many we can have. But like so I, I used to be like, can we just take a, an emotional break quickly? Doug, just give me two seconds quick. Don't give yourself emotional break. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm lying, guys. Like for me, that's me. Like, don't give yourself emotional breaks. You don't need them. Let's test your limits. So like and then obviously the end extravaganza does not have to include the clitoris, because I can have other orgasms. Yeah. But you know, if we could have... With the fireworks cut. Yeah, if we could have fireworks. <laughs> include the clitoris. <laughs> pump the shit out of that. And let's keep it moving. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? I get you. Dude. Yeah, like, I've often wondered, like, what... A, and this is me being super graphic, but, like, what if you could include fingers and a penis during penetration? Well, you can. Yeah, but, like, that's... One in the that's, front, one in the back. I, no, I didn't mean, like, anally. I meant, like, vaginally. So, like, uh, I don't know. But, like, I think that can't function me cut out because that's just me <laughs> thinking about my fantasies. <laughs> that's not even me talking real. Like, <laughs> but definitely, like, blended orgasms are the one. Yeah, I I, I think for me personally, like, when, when I add the all the, 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 the elements combos. together, like... Mm. I know that's a sure fight. That's actually when I have to orgasm. Now it's just too much. <laughs> sure. just, that's a, just like a dead chicken bed. Just like... Uh, <laughs> I, f- I find it really hard though, like in on an honest level, to have blended orgasms when I'm masturbating. Because I find that I can't like have G-spot orgasms by myself. Yes. Just because my... F- I don't know if it's my arms are too short or my fingers are short. too short, but they just like barely reach and then yes. with like a vibrator or a dildo I feel like I don't have enough power like <laughs> in my hand so if anyone has any recommendations <laughs> to come oh my god buying a g-spot on a solo date let me know we're here, in the, we're here in the, in the celibacy <laughs> in the celibacy streak trying to get ours you know cool a lot more complicated than a shake and a squirt. Join us in our next episode as we discuss the male orgasm. This is a Dairy Media Production.